Welcome to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast, sponsored by our partner broker, Pepperstone. Welcome back to the Two Blokes Trading Podcast. Ken here with Rory. And this week, we're going to be breaking down the markets. Once again, it is all about the greenback, the dollar. Rory, how you doing? Ken, good. How are you? I'm very well. What have you been up to? Yeah, not a whole lot. Took this week actually slightly easier. Met up with a few friends, uh, generated a few good trade ideas. And then obviously on Tuesday, was a big surprise to the markets. So I've been quite active from then. Yeah. Closing out a few positions and... Yeah, agreed. I mean, look, if we just quickly recap to last week, right, we were speaking, obviously, about the dollar. It was broken record, but it's all about the dollar. And we said how potentially, that because it was shaping up last week yeah. for a potential reversal, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. You could see it. Um, we had a big pullback on Friday, heavy selling, because really the, the, one of the big triggers was the ECB. Yeah. Um, but then, obviously, markets looking ahead to the CPI, Yeah. okay, which all... Yeah, everything shifted massively. I was I was actually in IKEA. I'm loving that place at the moment. <laughs> Not because uh, I'm kitting yeah. out my new house, and <laughs> I hate IKEA. It drives me insane. I, I actually I had a go at my missus. Actually, yeah. I blamed her. Right, because man, uh, so so I had a tr- trade on uh, with with gold. Okay, okay, at the time. So um, I was at the time long gold. Gold at the beginning of the week was running to the upside. Um, Supported uh, seventeen hundred there. I was trying to move up. Yeah, I was running it into seventeen. Oh, at the time, I managed to close out. Fortunately, at seventeen thirty-three. Yeah. The higher the week, I think it was around seventeen thirty-six. Yeah. And just ahead of non-farms, I was there being dragged around like a little rag doll yeah. through IKEA. <laughs> as but mate, if I show you my bank statement, you'll see IKEA. Like it's just it's just IKEA. So yeah. e- every other couple of days as well. It's not even like we're getting it all done there. Yeah. It's like every couple of days. It is. It's crazy. You, for some reason, you think you're going to go to IKEA, get it all, come home, and never be there again. But you just keep going back. Yeah. Get silly wee things. Getting sucked in. It's, it's satanic in that place. Honestly, I'm sick of it. I'm done with those meatballs. I'm done with the mash. Yeah. I'm done with it all. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, my point was, I almost, man, I was so close to getting screwed over my position. Because I didn't actually manage my position just because I was so, so busy with that day. Yeah. I didn't manage my position beforehand, before the data. So luckily, honestly, I'm telling you, by milliseconds, I closed out of that do- uh, that gold trade, that gold yeah. long, because all hell broke loose then yeah. with the big change in, in sentiment. That you know, it, yeah. you know, half one Tuesday, that was it. Yeah, you know, markets reversed, and now we're starting to see things move lower back towards bear market territory. I know, and yeah. that that was a big surprise, though, wasn't it? That the fact that inflation, like they've been hiking aggressively, and it's yeah. still not sunk in yet yeah. to the markets. You know, yes, obviously it came down slightly. You know, it's eight point three, it still is down slightly, but I mean, eight point three is a high, lot of inflation. It is a lot, isn't it? percent. Well, you said how um, well, how long were, were, were we saying? last week in terms of how long it's going to take what, yeah. what, what were you what, how did you put that into numbers yeah again? well we said last week you know if it's if inflation month on month is zero mm. until christmas we're still finishing around six to six and yeah half. that's what you said mm. it was obviously was it not point one yeah so now if we get not point one now continuing into christmas you know inflation could still be at seven seven and a half percent yeah damn right you know? so they've got something on their hands now the fmc i mean they so they've got a really really yeah. go for it exactly and 100 basis points was like this time last week when we were speaking 100 basis points wasn't mm. anything we were discussing yeah then when on tuesday afternoon 100 basis points was then 20 percent priced in mm. and i think it's maybe even more now so it's quite interesting to see whether they will do 100 and up but i don't think so yeah i wouldn't be betting on it what 
north of 100? No, I don't think they'll be doing 100. You, you think they'll be doing 100? No, I think they'll do 75. 75 again, I think, yeah. I think yeah. 100 will be too much. The thing is, you know how aggressive the markets are. The markets always want more, don't they? Yeah. When we're, pri- you know, 75 is old news. They want more, you yeah. know. So maybe the, the, there's a risk now for the dollar. Potentially, I don't, I don't know. I'm just I'm just throwing out the, the scenario there. Maybe there's a risk that markets start pricing in a small chance of 100 base points. Yeah. And if they don't deliver that, then the dollar may come off a little bit, it's, you know. It's, it's a bit of a relief, actually. If they do 75, it'll be seen as a relief rather than true seen. it'll be seen as a relief at the start but then obviously as the week progresses you know into thursday and friday of next week then people say oh well it's still 75 it's still a big hike then you'll probably start to see markets move down again yeah so that's what i think i think if you see 100 it'll be a straight tank mm-hmm. at 75 you'll probably see some release mm-hmm. and then obviously in the latter coming days you'll probably see then markets move down again yeah definitely so. definitely well obviously on inflation we had two two forms of reading we had the cpi coming in higher and obviously the ppi so done and dusted the fmc need to be more aggressive yeah. um i'll just talk about gold a minute because in our trading community and it's worth noting so in our trading community we, we've obviously uh, what i've been seeing we've been getting some nice comments coming in from the community i, I don't know if you've noticed as well rory yeah. um you know people are just giving their view and someone posted something last night actually um which i commented on and i just want to i thought it'd just be worth you and I having a talk on it and, and also getting your take on gold, right? Yeah. So obviously we've been in this massive bear market if you look really all the way from, yeah, from April, right? Yeah. And a lot of this ties in nicely with the FOMC changing their tone, being aggressive, raising yeah. rates. Gold hates yeah. when uh, central banks raise rates. It yeah. thrives in loose monetary policy. So look at that. It's consecutive. One, two, three, four, five, six months to the downside. Yeah. And the gentleman said, and, and uh, before I give you my view, let me just, let me just hear what you've got to say but um he said basically gold should be a good investment over the next 12 months because he re- mentioned a couple of things one, one of the things are geopolitical tensions still with russia and ukraine um i for- forgot what else he mentioned but yeah. he, he essentially said he sees the bottom there at around this sort of 1650 area which we're coming up to now anyway Just where that f- blue line is you've drawn in yeah uh, this is, is this is more sixteen hundred there. Oh, sixteen hundred, so yeah. just slightly above that. Then, yeah. yeah. So he's that's yeah. where he's sort of seeing uh, the uh, balls come back into play. What, what's your sort of take? Yeah, I would say looking at it on a technical basis, yeah, you probably are going to see some balls coming back in at sixteen hundred. Mm. Yes, that key psychological level to begin with, but also it just depends on what the time frame is going to be in the Fed hiking. You know, I've been talking to a few guys over the week. Some guys run really big portfolios in the city, and they've all been saying the same thing. They don't f- they think the Fed are going to be as aggressive with their hikes, but what they're going to do is they're going to draw it out longer. So instead of going 75, 75, then maybe 25, 25, what they're going to do is maybe go 75 this time and then draw out a few 50s, a few 25s and keep going out. Oh, okay. So even when inflation is back down to probably two to th- you know three to four percent, they probably will still keep pushing the hikes in. Ah, so they right. think it's going to be drawn out a wee bit longer than most people think. Mm. So I think here with gold, you might actually see a break down below 1600. Mm-hmm. I think we could see gold back down to 1500. Mm-hmm. So we've got it at some stage. Yeah, yeah. And you will then see, obviously, once gold breaks at 1600, you'll see a lot of selling. So it'll go 16 to 15 very, very quickly. Then you'll see a lot of buyers come back in yeah, the market. Agreed. And they'll be sort of more the longer term buyers. People maybe, you know, like mutual funds and pension funds who hold gold mm-hmm. over a long period of time. Or even mm-hmm. retail investors who like to hold gold, they'll probably come back into the market and buy it long term. Mm, love so that. Love that. Yeah, no, I agree with you, buddy. I'm, I'm a little bit, just slightly more bearish. Uh, you see that green line here? Yeah. 1450. Now, my obviously take on gold is... Um, I, I respected what he had to say in terms of the Russia-Ukraine, but I, it, in, an, in a nice way possible, the markets are brutal. They're sort of done and dusted with Ukraine and Russia. That was already priced in. The market's moved on that. It's done, yeah. you know, there's, in, there's in the market sense. There's going to happen there. No. A Russian trade out of Ukraine might send, you know, oil prices down a bit further. That's about probably the only thing we could look at now. Yeah. You know, Russia completely retreating from Ukraine. Yeah, exactly. You know. 
True. It can't get much worse now. No, I don't you think know, so. I don't think so. It's going to invasion maybe of Kiev or something like that might disrupt markets again, but not too much. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to get to that stage. To be fair, I don't think so. Ukraine has held Ukraine up has really held well. their ground. Yeah. They've held their ground, man. Technically, Ukraine should have been done in three to four days. Exactly. That's what. That's what uh, crazy Putin was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but man, they show they they met their match. Yeah, uh, it's good to see. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, what I was saying as well, right, and, and he didn't get it, uh, That well, he did get my, my point, but I said I need to go back to him, actually, because he was questioning on cash. What did I mean by cash? I mean, but when I mean by cash, so basically, I was just saying that markets rather, if we're, he, he raised the point about we're going towards recession, so we should really see more gold buying. Now, yeah. I just said right now, because obviously we're in an uh, environment of raising interest rates, because we're in an environment of heading towards a recession as well, I just feel like a lot of investors want cash. You know, they just yeah. want that cash accessible in their bank accounts. Yeah. That's what I mean by cash. Yeah. You know, obviously you can quickly liquidate gold, but there's less volatility having that money in your account right now, especially yeah. if interest rates going up. So that's what I mean by cash is king in, yeah. in times of recession. Would, would you agree yeah, on exactly. that? Exactly. You know, some people now seeing interest rates going up might start to move money back into their bank accounts. They want to hold the cash especially as well for people who want to invest in equities and mm. whatever it is, they want that cash there to be able to go back into the market very quick. Quickly. So holding it in something like gold, people holding it in physical gold, a lot of people hold it in physical gold, mm. so to try and cash out and that can take a few weeks. Exactly, there you, you go, know, yes. Get it from the vault again, bring it to a smelter, getting your price, that can take a while. Mm. So 100%. People, people don't want that. Just to interrupt this podcast with an important notice, at Two Blokes Trading, we have a community trading app where you can engage with the blokes and like-minded traders to help you on your journey. There is a ton of free analysis across Forex, crypto, stocks, and commodities. We also have in-depth premium analysis with trade ideas, education, live trading sessions, and more for those that sign up via our broker sponsorship page. A nominal deposit of just $200 and start trading with Pepperstone and then get full access to the Two Blokes Trading app. Exactly. Yeah. Totally agree with you there, buddy. And I just want to just quickly, I'll just show you my technical perspective. You might be able to read it through all my madness. But <laughs> so I was just saying how just I'm just observing similar, you know, I like to look at history and you see back here in, um, you know, in 2011, yep. sort of September time, we topped, came back down. And then again, in the same sort of time, actually, in September 2012, we topped and we yep. came down and like we had this sort of support area, say around there, around sort of 1550 here. Yep. And eventually this support area is breached and a big wave of selling pressure came. Yep. Now here, look, we've topped in 2020, September 2020. We've topped again, sort of uh, March, April, look, sort of top there. And now my sort of support area is around that, where we're at now, really, here. So I'm just looking for this to be broken down, I guess. Yeah, around sort of 1650 towards 1600 and yeah. then the doors open like here, you yeah. know, the floodgates open and then I'll head towards 1450. Yeah. I mean, we could see something like that, especially if equities start to rally. Mm. You know, if we get down to these levels of 1500, as you say, 1600. Yeah. And then if this happens maybe in the course of a year, inflation's dead, flat again, and then markets start to pick up again going into that uh, bull market. Yeah. And obviously gold's not going to see a lot of investment into it. Yeah, people exactly. Are gonna, people are going to want that risk on appetite. Exactly. Going into equities again. And then that's where you could see gold, you know, you could see gold starting to push down to that sort of 1400 level again. Mm. You know, just like we've seen there back in 2012, 2013. Yeah. Once we've seen that rally in the S&P 500 again, you could then see the, obviously the gold price starting to move down. Mm -hmm. So they have that mm -hmm. inverse correlation nearly. Indeed. Indeed. So it's just something to keep an eye on. I think gold's a very good thing to do maybe long term. To trade it on a very short term basis can be quite difficult. And just mm -hmm. to watch that. Agreed. So it's important to pay attention to the previous levels, I think. Well said, mate. Um, let, let's move on to GBP. Um, so 
Again, something came into the community. You gave a really, really nice breakdown there. Fundamentally, uh, loved that. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, someone asked us our view. I gave a mine. I said on the day, you know, these rallies still are vulnerable, given obviously the fundamentals. Yep. Um, and you know, technically for me, the structure is still very much to the downside. You know, we're sort of printing lower highs, lower lows, lower highs, lower lows, so on and so forth. And I'd sort of when he posted that, we were at sort of fifteen forty. Um, and I just said, yeah, and I marked up this area. Yep. And look, nice little sell, sell, sell. And this is what I'm watching now. I spoke to you before. Remember before when uh, we did a podcast and we bounced at this area? Yeah, that's right. Now I want to see this. You see it's broken down now? Yeah. I want to see this come in here and reject. It will. And then I'll be looking at, you know, this is totally, total uncharted territory, sort of 112.50 there, thereabouts. Yeah. You know, so. Exactly. And as I say in that detailed sort of summary I give on GDP, I think there's no reason why it can't head back down to those levels. Mm. You know, I've even seen some banks in the city now saying that GDP could go, or GBP, sorry, could go as low as 106. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it could go as low as 106. Mate, I'm not going to America anytime soon then. Yeah. That is disappointing from back in the day of being, you know, uh, almost two, you know, you could get two, $2 for a pound. I, I remember when I, when went, I was a kid. first time as a kid, it was 175. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, was two to one. Yeah, exactly. So was, something was a hundred dollars, only cost you fifty quid. I know. You know. When Dan and I, Dan and I did road trip uh, to US like a couple of years ago, and even then, it's still like one fifty-five, and that's yeah. nice. You know, your money's going somewhere. But now, man, I'm not going. I'm not going to Vegas. Yeah, Fuck it. Well, I mean, when I, when I was, whenever I was in Vegas at the start of the year, it was one thirty-eight, one thirty-six. Yeah, still not bad. Still not bad. I and mean, that's when I actually transferred. I think um, I did say in that summary I transferred most of my money. Yeah, you did well, well there. The US dollars back in February. So mm. I think the average rate I got everything into was around 136. Mm -hmm. And now look at us. Look at it. You know. Oh, man. So I was quite happy with that. And I'm actually going to Florida now in a couple of weeks. So oh, yeah. You, that yeah. all booked up now. Yeah, all nice. booked up, everything ready Good. to go. When do you get off there? Uh, I think it's the 27th of October. So it's just for a couple of days. Yeah, just, yeah. Quick yeah. quick turnaround. Family. Yeah. What's the weather like at the moment out of interest? It's actually pretty stormy at the minute, I think. Mm. I'm saying, yeah, there's a few thunderstorms rolling in. Obviously very humid. Thor Lauderdale? Yeah. No, where is he? Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he actually lives in Jacksonville. Oh. So sort of northern, uh, northeastern Florida. Okay, so nice, nice. Yeah, so quite nice. Yeah, okay, awesome, dude. <laughs> so... What if you're... A of your Americanism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah tempted. Um, I think, really, to be honest, that that's really it for the bulk of the, the major stuff this week, would you say? Yeah, I mean, UK GD, or UK CPI came out slightly hotter than expected. Yeah. Especially the core. True. The core was something that people weren't really paying attention True. to. True. When was that, on Monday or Tuesday? That was... Put it up. Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yep. Yep. Yep, there we go. Okay, Wednesday. Now, the interesting thing, I, I said this actually as well, GBP on that day, you see that? Obviously, yep. it's lower inflation. Yep. GBP rallied on that because yep. it's relief. Yep. It's relief. But usually, I was saying to people, the currency would strengthen because more hikes are coming. Yeah. But that was a relief because the UK is on obviously on the brink of recession. Yeah. So exactly. it's just like... And then we also seen the core CPI coming out slightly stronger than expected. So what, it, what we did then see... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So really what that was showing is that the energy prices was... The reason why the CPI came down, oh, strip yeah. out the energy, alcohol and tobacco, it rallied. So then you can obviously guess from that that it True. was the energy that really caused it to that go caused down. Caused it, okay. Because if you look at oil markets in the last you know, four weeks. Pulled right yeah, back. They've pulled straight back down. Yeah. So that's the reason why there. So it's just, yeah. something, to be, just something to keep an eye on. Okay. So just keep an eye on the on the oil markets and things. Yep, definitely. Listen, I'm just going to pull up oil. What what else is going on in oil actually just while, while we're talking about it? Any, yeah. Anything sort of on a fundamental I mean, oil has just made made that move, you know, from the very start of the year when Russia Ukraine yeah. invaded, it went up to what was it, one twenty? Yeah. 
And now we're all the way back down. Was it 84 at the minute? 80? Yeah, 85 bucks. 85 bucks now. Wow. You know, um, some banks now are saying that uh, with their research that it could go as low as 65. I think JP Morgan. See that, actually. Was it JP Morgan that said it was going to go back up to 120 and then was it City said it was come back down to 65 or something like that? So I, I hope they're still not saying that. Are they still saying that? Yeah, this was this was about two months ago, so it was a very conflicting sort of debate between yeah. the two. I think now 65 looks more probable. That does. So I, I haven't even done the analysis on this, but I'm just putting it up here now and I can see, look, we're at, we've got decent support at this $85 area. Look, you yeah. see that as a former top there in November. Yeah. Look, look where we go from there down to that 65. Look, you yeah. see. So it, it's logical. It's it logical. If we break down below that 85 into sort of 80, then we'll probably see a straight run down. Yeah, sh- there. quite clean. That'll yeah. probably time well, just with the, obviously the official recession coming in, things mm-hmm. like that. You know, True. interest rates going even higher. True, you know, yeah, agreed, however, agreed. The only thing that would, I think, could stop that is, the, you know, a harsh winter. You know, if, if the winter was quite cold, more obviously energy use, that's yeah. probably the only thing that we could see that maybe starting to rally and support the price a wee bit. If, if what, sorry, if it's a very cold winter. Yeah, if it's a very mm. cold winter, there's going to be more demand. Well, there'll be, like that. well there would, but there'll be, there, I mean, it's going to be a catastrophe, you especially know, in the UK, people can't yeah, afford it. Yeah, but if it's a very mild winter, then we could see that drop quite a lot. True, true. Well, let's see. Well, who knows? I mean, global warming at the moment, so... Um, to be honest, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if it's not. Yeah, if it's I mean, not. since we moved here two and a half weeks ago, haven't had the heat in on once. You I haven't had the heat in on? Yeah, mm. you know. So, probably yeah. don't plan on it for a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the price of it too. But I know, mate. Stay, yeah. Buy a good dressing gown. Fuck it. No, I'm, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's take a look at the calendar next week. Again, I haven't had a look. Just, yeah. you know, just obviously on Wednesday. Oh, yes, yeah. baby. Oh, yes. Okay, let, we might as well just skip straight towards that. Yeah, because there's nothing else really. There's nothing really going to move markets. You know, I mean, there's building permits and things coming out. That's not really going to move markets because yeah. of what's out on Wednesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, everything's going to be quite muted until that comes out. Yeah, I mean, we've I guess we've been pretty much discussing it, but yeah, markets obviously are priced in there seventy five. Yeah. But um, and then we do have UK Bank Holiday Monday as well, so that'll be quite quiet here. Oh, forgot Bank Holiday Monday. Oh, of course so, yeah. for the Queen. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I remember. So, I don't think mar- markets aren't closed though. No, markets oh, yeah. won't be closed surely. Yeah. But sure. everything else will be closed, so it will probably be slightly muted, yeah. I imagine. Yeah. All right, let, let's talk about the FMC, okay? They hiked by 75 basis points. Yeah. Right. Do you, do you still think the dollar rallies on just that? So we just this rate decision first. Obviously, we're not talking about the press conference yet, but just the rate, the rate decision, 75 basis points. Do we, do we rally dollar? $75 will probably start to fall. Yeah. Yeah. Because so mm. it'll be a relief that it wasn't 100. Yeah. That's pretty much the way the market will see it. Mm. But then... I agree. Probably after a couple of hours, maybe even a day, then people will start to say, well shit, it was 75, it's still a huge hike, then it'll kick in. It'll just be the initial reaction. Yeah. A lot of it will be sort of algos and things like that. You know, they'll have algorithms set up, 75, sell, 100, buy. So the minute that comes out, they'll just trigger a lot of buying or a lot of selling. Mm. And then once they realise, then the sort of the other side of the institutions come in mm-hmm. and they'll come in and start to buy it up again. Yeah. So Nice, nice take on that. I, I wouldn't get straight into it. You know, don't try and sell. No, you know. no. I mean, yeah, they're definitely not. Yeah. But then... Let's see what old little little drone pal says at the uh, the press conference as well. That's, it, the, that's probably the important part. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it. See how he sets things up. I think um, obviously it's clearly going to be set up for more rate rises. Yeah, just depends how aggressive he is in his language. Yeah, exactly. And as I was saying earlier, we think that now they're going to take rate rate hikes further and further out. Mm-hmm. So that will be something maybe just to listen out for. Yeah, you know, and see. Obviously, mentioned about data dependent, and they were looking at data. So it'll be now important just to see. What happens with there? Yeah, and I think also the PCE comes out, which is the Fed. Which preferred. is Fed preferred? Yeah, so that comes out just after the uh, FOMC a couple mm. of days, so it'll be important just to look at that and see what that is. True. What? 
just to interrupt this podcast with an important notice. At Two Blokes Trading, we have a community trading app where you can engage with the blokes and like-minded traders to help you on your journey. There is a ton of free analysis across Forex, crypto, stocks, and commodities. We also have in-depth premium analysis with trade ideas, education, live trading sessions, and more for those that sign up via our broker sponsorship page. A nominal deposit of just $200 and start trading with Pepperstone and then get full access to the Two Blokes Trading app. What, what, look, we're obviously going to go to 3.25%. How high do we go, do you think, in terms I, of interest rate? I think f- four and a half to five. Mm. Yeah. That's, I was that's thinking my, 5%. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, so probably 4.75 to five, mm-hmm. 4.5 to 4.75. Yeah. We'll probably be it. Um, I think you'll need it to get there just to start to cover off, you know, the gap between inflation mm. and interest rates. You know, it did see a few people commenting that if we do get that far, it probably will cause a 20% drop in equities and the stock market. <sighs> but. I mean, it's might, it might be with just what's needed. Yeah, you know. I mean, five percent, you know, and your and your savings and your and your government bonds is yeah. it's decent return. Yeah, it's decent, decent. Re- decent return. Yeah, I feel sorry for people getting a thirty-year fixed mortgage. That's yeah. That's, that's oh God, yeah, for sure, true yeah. on that front. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I'm not sure if anybody listened. There was another podcast out, you know, by Macro Elf. Mm. People listened to. So he said that a three percent interest rate difference. So from two to five, mm. if you get a two percent interest rate in in Europe, you can then buy. A three a five hundred thousand euro house with two thousand euros a month payment, but if the interest rate oh. goes up to five, you can only afford three hundred and fifty thousand. Oh wow! So it's huge three percent interest rate difference is one hundred and fifty thousand on a house price. Bloody hell! It's a big difference, isn't it? Big when you put into and put into terms 3% like that, one hundred and fifty k. Big difference. Jeez. All right. Well. <sighs> On to the next, another monetary policy statement, which is worth a note, okay? Let's speak about this because this J- Japanese yen's been moving. So we've got the BOJ on Thursday. Yep. Now, uh, Japan, uh, the Japanese yen strengthened. I don't know if you saw it earlier this week because yep. there was reports in Nikkei. They were saying that um, the, the officials are watching the rate and that they, they, they're they ready to intervene, yep. you know, currency intervention. Usually in the past, we've seen Japan weakening their currency, but in this case, they're looking strengthening it. Yeah. Why? I mean... All you have to look at is how high the, you know the yen and the dollar is. Mm, yeah, you know for the Japan for Japan just to import anything is just you it's know ridiculous. It's isn't just it? ridiculous. You know, fair enough to do have lower levels of infl- you know internal inflation, but obviously to import things, yeah, you know, the costs are just going through the roof. Yeah, it makes it very good obviously for the US to export out of Japan. You know, to buy from Japan, it's really yeah, Japanese good. cars. Yeah, yeah, Japanese cars and things. But I mean, I don't think Japan can really sustain it for much longer. True. I was looking actually, Japan. To be fair, their their imports and exports are quite even. Yeah, you know, in terms of a, as a percentage to their GDP, is quite even. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I mean, obviously, they they're clearly not liking this strong, strong. Uh, well, the weaker yen, so they're yeah ready to take action. And the thing is, as well, I think that with Japan, they will never, ever, ever. So that's why I say to people, be careful because they won't warn you. They'll just yeah. do it. Yeah. And you'll see, you might be in a position. Dollar yen and hundred pips, bomb spikes lower or whatever, and then you're screwed. Yeah. So just make sure if you're trading it, keep those stops, t- you know, tight or keep make exactly. sure you've got stops. You know. You know, and they're the other side of the world too, so they're not in our time zone. So you're gonna, True. if you do want to be on top of the action, you do have to be up very early. Yeah. Or, or, you, or very late. Or or you'll wake up to blown up MT4 account yeah. if you're not trading. <laughs> or, or a phone call from the broker. <laughs> yeah. All that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, worth keeping an eye on this one. Um, at the end of the day, they're in no position to start. Re- they're still fighting off deflation for how many bloody years, yeah. you know. I was reading, right? So Japan, obviously, you know, we've had deflation for a long time. For anyone who doesn't know, deflation is obviously not a good thing. People are just simply not spending their money. Prices are falling, falling, falling. Now, uh, when you look at Japanese, so Japanese consumer, uh, they put in perspective, like, 
they're holding their money. These guys are just trying not to spend their money because they believe in 10 years time, they'll be able to buy, for example, a bigger apartment or a bigger place in yeah. Japan. That's why like a lot of people are sitting on their cash. So they just have this hope that they'll be able to do it. Whereas over here, we're like, if we don't spend it today, yeah. it's, we know it's going to be worth it. Yeah, money. exactly. But these yeah. guys are thinking 10 years in the future. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it must just be a cultural thing. You know, yeah, I think so. It'd probably be great actually to maybe speak, you know, if there is any Japanese listeners, maybe speak and see what their sort of thoughts. That's a good shout. Yeah, any Japanese listeners, please, please yeah. reach out to us. It'd be interesting yeah. to get their take. Yeah, you know, for sure. Because I was talking to that guy actually during the week. He was from China and moved over here. And he was explaining all the China policies in terms of house prices and how it works. And it was really interesting mm. to learn it because what you read on the news isn't always how it actually works. Yeah. You know, so it was interesting just to learn those things. So right. if we could hear it from somebody, from Japan, yeah, on the foot on the ground, really, really feet on the ground, yeah. Just to see, China, just speaking about China, China have been cutting interest rates, yeah. in this time, wherever obviously everyone else is raising. Yeah. What's going on with China? I mean, just the problem. they're all closed up and everything still. People can't leave. Yeah, I mean, you know, still closed up to the world. There's lockdowns happening left, right, and center. Yeah, property crisis as well. It's just not a good place to be at the moment. It's not. You know, I know. Oh, zero COVID policy, whether they like it or not, isn't going to work. It's not. It's not going to work. They've got to get on. Come on, man. Let's get back to normal. Yeah. I mean, I don't like to get too much into the politics of it, but when you run a communist country, that's what you go for. And yeah. it's just the, you know, they want yeah. people to suffer and they don't really care about It's a shame, really. I, I was supposed to go to China uh, pre, Dan and I was supposed to go pre, um, well, just literally just before the pandemic hit. Yeah. Supposed to go for like a month, two weeks to a month. Um, and just, we're just going to do some speaking, just at events. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it would have been a good payday for sure as well. But, it, it yeah, just everything shit yeah. hit the fan and then um, we couldn't I mean, go. I always wanted to go to China, but now yeah. it's just kind of like, you know, it's risky going, you know, because you might get locked in there for... True, true. Know, how, how and and, and they've got, like, r- robotic dogs arming the streets. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've seen videos. I've seen videos. Really? People, seriously, dude, there's, like, uh, these little robotic dogs policing the streets. It's crazy. I know. Just get the Rottweiler out <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's it's crazy over there. And they got, they, for example, at night, you know, like during these these lockdowns, they have drones flying around. Yeah. So it's, it's scary stuff. It is crazy. Like you know, you wouldn't want to be involved in that. Nah, for, man. Personally, I wouldn't. Nah. For some people, it's not for me. Nah, definitely not for me. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. Uh. So oh, let's talk about this actually. Okay. SNB. Right. Aha. See, I had a really good trade actually. We'll talk about Swiss yeah. francs. So SNB are um got their rates in there. Aren't any expectations there? But they're expected to raise rates. I think we're going to come out of negative territory now on interest rates for, for Switzerland. Okay. Um, but anyway, look, I just wanted to show you, actually, this is one of my good trades of this week as well. I closed out yesterday, um, Aussie Swiss. So we're just obviously seeing a decent amount of strength. I think markets are just pricing in, um, you know, like S&B type rates. Here we go. Sorry, I was just trying to find it. If, any, if anybody is wondering why we don't show the Swiss index, just look at Nestle and that's pretty much... <laughs> okay, we'll speak much, about that in a minute. So well, that's it. Yeah. Nestle is the Swiss index. <laughs> True. Oh, that's a good point. What weighting is it? I don't know the weighting, but it's huge. Yeah. Like, it is huge. Right. Okay. So, so look, basically, I've got this, this. I had this marked up, this big trade. So, it's a, this is, you know, head and shoulders, is, don't you? Yeah. So, we've got this left shoulder, we've got this head, we've got this right shoulder. But then I was watching this flag structure, this period of consolidation after all this falling here. Um, and then, if you look on the four hour, again, we had some, a narrowing of, uh, of this range. Um, I watched this breakout and retest and then I jumped on these shorts here. Yeah. Um, I actually closed out yesterday um, just at this, uh, as we came up to this uh, 64.30 uh, area here, yeah. which was nice. So, um, but I'm just, I'm expecting that to just really sh- 
continue to fall, to be honest, just with those flows coming into Swiss franc, back in Swiss franc, especially yeah. as I say, they're move, going to be moving out at negative rates. Exactly, yeah. You know, and obviously Swiss is, Switzerland's a safe haven. Yeah, a lot of people... You know? A lot of people move money there even in negative rates. Yeah, imagine imagine these guys had 5% rates like the FMC for t- since car. <laughs> you I'd, know? I'd have my money there too. Yeah, exactly. Really so, uh, yeah, worth keeping an eye on that. Bank of England. Oh, yeah, this was rescheduled. So yeah. this was supposed to be last week, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, Bank of England's been rescheduled now. So What are we expecting? Yeah, again, I think it's just going to be pretty dovish from Bank of England. Yeah. I've even heard that, you know, Andrew Bailey's eight-year term could be getting reviewed. Really? Years, yeah, apparently it could be getting reviewed. So... I don't. I don't think any, you know any of the policymakers are happy with him. You know, I think he is taking too dovish of an approach. Little Bailey. What's going on. I mean, Andrew Bailey. You know, with a little. Gla- he's got the glasses. Isn't yeah, he? Guy like, the, he, guy he looks like he's a cartoon character. He looks like you know. What I'm talking about the mole. Every time I look at him, <laughs> it's free, uh, every time I look at him, I'm just like, I know you from somewhere. And then I'm like, yeah, he's the Bank of England. And then like, no, Danger Mouse. Wait, okay, look. Oh, wait, 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 wait. He, he does look like somebody though. Oh, yeah, he does, he does. No, 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 I was thinking of someone else, but oh. no, he does. Look, still looks like someone. He does look like someone, but I can't think who it is. If anybody can leave any comments or reply yeah. what he does look like. Interesting man, interesting looking man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Dan, that is how you would look if you ca- if you did not shave your head bald. Yeah. <laughs> look, this is you at one point. That's how my hair grows back. You could probably That's run the... Back. I want to see it. Uh, it goes here, it's on the sides. <laughs> I really want to see. You could probably run the BOE better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say nothing. Oh, brilliant. So, yeah, uh, I mean, they've been taking, you know, it's too dovish of an approach. Yeah. You know, what are we at now? Nine points. Was it 9.8%? Yeah, yeah. You know, for, for inflation, way <sighs> too high. Way too high, you know, man. And to be taking this sort of dovish approach, you know, just look at the Fed where they are. Exactly. You know, we need to be back up. We know, need to. Four to 5%. Doesn't want to do it. Yeah. And it's going to, you know, cause a lot of hurt in the long term. True, agreed. So, yeah, I mean, that that's that's it really. Oh, okay, we've got PMIs worth note as well from Europe. Manufacturing PMIs, which are always big, um, and, and UK. Yep. Powell speaking again on Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then right. that's, that's pretty much it, yeah. German flash manufacturing, not really going to be much. Yeah. There might have some movement in the DAX. Mm-hmm. That's really it. Cool. All right, guys, look, this is, we're wrapping up for another week. As a reminder, please, please do not hesitate to check out the Two Blokes Trading app. There's a ton of value. Rory and I just constantly engage with the community, providing breakdowns, analysis, uh, educational tips, so on and so forth. Check out the Two Blokes Trading app. Rory, it's been a pleasure this week. Ken, thanks very much. All the best. See you next week.